הרי אני מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שדורנו וכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שוכני עפר קדוש ומשה בארץ הם המבחן רבנו הקדוש צדיק יסוד עולם נחל נובע מכוח חוכמה רבנו נחמן ופגם את שמחה נא נח נחמן נחמן ויאומן זכותו תגן עלינו והכל יזכן אמן So Baruch Hashem we resume starting with section 10 of Likute Moran Torah Chet Likute Moran Tinyana section 10 of lesson 8 of book 2 Um, that's where we left off. And when that renewal of the world takes place in the future, then the world will be governed through wonders. Meaning through what? Through God's divine providence alone. Which is the aspect of what we call niflaot, wonders. Meaning it's not in the way of nature. Meaning whenever this renewal of the world will take place, the world will, will be governed and will act And will behave through, will behave supernaturally, basically, with all of God's divine providence only. Because the renewal of the world in the future is in the state or in the aspect of Eretz Yisrael. And what is Eretz Yisrael? And the essence of Eretz Yisrael is what is brought down in Tehilim chapter 111, uh, in the aspect of what it says over there, the strength of his acts. He told to his nation, as it says, over there, um, as Rashi explains, he brings this verse from Tehidim, he brings that phrase on the first, uh, on the first phrase in the, in, the, in the entire Torah. That's the first, first phrase Rashi expound, the first Rashi in the entire Torah. The first Rashi, and on the word Bereshit Baralokim, et HaShamayim et HaAretz, Rashi brings down this verse from Tehidim. Why? Uferash Rashi, Rashi explains over there, Shabivir Zeh Patar Bivreshit, that because of this, HaShem opened up the entire Torah with the word Bereshit, that Bereshit in the beginning. Why did HaShem start the Torah with the word Bereshit, or with this idea Bereshit Baralokim, et HaShamayim et HaAretz? Why did HaShem start the Torah with the idea that He created the world? Why didn't He start with the first mitzvah? Rashi asks. So this is the reason, because what koach ma'asav yigid la'amo, meaning what mishum koach ma'asav yigid la'amo lat elahem nachalat goyim kedesh elohim u'amot la'olam listim atem v'chule. Alken patar b'vreshit, meaning Rashi is explaining that Hashem started the entire Torah with this idea of bereshit to emphasize the fact that what koach ma'asav yigid la'amo, that the strength of God's acts. He told to his nation to give to them nachalat goyim, an inheritance of the nations. Meaning what? That the other nations should not say that we are robbers and we are thieves because we will take Eretz Yisrael later. That just like God created the world, even though Hashem gave it to them, the, the Knaanim, even though God gave it to the other nations, Eretz Yisrael initially, but because God created the world, He gets to decide who they give it back to. And because of that, God, the Torah starts with Bereshit to show that God created the world and just as He decided to create the world and give it to the Knaanim in the beginning, And the other nations in the beginning, so too he can decide to give it to us, which is exactly what uh, what happened. Therefore, the Torah starts with the word Bereshit, because God created the Torah, and if He created the Torah, then He too He can give us this inheritance of the nations, which is Eretz Israel. Nimtza, we find we see that the essence of the land of Israel is is through this what we call Koach Masav, the strength of God's acts. Meaning God's creation, 
when God created the world, he already implemented this idea that he could give us Eretz Yisrael because it is him who created it. And it is he who decides who it belongs to. Um, so we see that the essence of Eretz Yisrael is through Koach Masav, the strength of God's acts. Meaning through the, through the fact that we know that God created the world. And in the future, God will renew the entire world in the same aspect that we just mentioned, meaning in the aspect of Eretz Yisrael. Because in the future, it will be revealed that God created everything. And then in the future, when everyone recognizes that Hashem created everything, then the entire world will be renewed in the aspect of Eretz Yisrael. And the essential holiness of the land of Israel is what? That over there in the land of Israel, God's hashkacha is constantly there. God's divine providence is it, it, it's constant. It's um, it's always there. As it in Dvarim chapter 11, with regard to the land of Israel, that Hashem's eyes are constantly, that the eyes of Hashem, your Lord, are constantly looking upon it. From the beginning of the year till the end of the year. Meaning that the land of Israel has Hashem's eyes constantly set upon it. In the future, whenever the world will be renewed in the aspect of the land of Israel as we saw above. Meaning in the aspect of God's divine providence of wonders. And the entire world will be governed through God's divine providence alone. Just like the land of Israel. And then nature will be completely nullified. It will cease to exist. And the entire world will be governed through God's divine providence because the only separation, Rabban was teaching us, the only separation between, between nature and providence is the fact that we don't know that within nature God is actually governing the world. Because if we did know that within nature, within gravity, within the laws of this world, that God was governing the world, then it wouldn't be nature at all. It would be considered supernatural because Rabbanu says there's actually no difference at all between nature and above nature, between um, providence and nature. There's actually zero difference, Rabbanu is saying. It's just your perception. So once the world will know in the future that Hashem governs the world and Hashem created everything, then nature will be completely nullified by default because then there's no such thing as nature. It's all uh, governed by God's hand. Um... And the world will be governed entirely through God's providence. Which is the aspect of wonders. It won't be governed by the, by the way of nature. And then the new song will be awakened. It says um, in Tehillim chapter 98. Sing to God a new song for He has done wonders. Meaning, once God has done those wonders, once He revealed those wonders, which is God's divine providence, once that's revealed to the world, then we will sing God's new song. Then we will sing to God this new song, which is this song um, of single, double, triple, and quadruple, as we saw above in the beginning of the lesson. Meaning, this song that will be awakened in the future, which is the song and the melody of divine providence, the aspect of wonders. Because then the world will be governed through um, divine providence and through wonders. Because there's a melody Rabbanu teaching us that has to do with the aspect of the way of nature. There's a melody that, has, that corresponds to the, 
to the to the way of nature, as it's brought down in Tehillim chapter nineteen, that the heavens will tell of God's glory, adav, and the acts of His hand, the, the the firmament will tell, meaning that the firmament will tell over the 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 acts of God's hand, and um, the act the acts of God's hands, and the heavens will tell over um, the glory of Hashem. This is the melody and the song of the way of nature. Why? Because what does nature um, imply? It implies the properties of the heavens, meaning the firmament and the heavens, which is the constellations, which is what governs nature. These are the songs, the praises, that we praise God through the governance of now, meaning the way the world is governed right now. That the world is governed through the way of nature. But in the future, a new song will be awakened, a new song of wonder. A song and the aspect of divine providence. Because then the providence will take place through God's hashkacha alone. Um, and this new song that will be awakened in the future is the same aspect of the song that we mentioned above, the single song, the song that is single, double, triple, and quadrupled that ascends and um, adds up to the numerical value of 72, which has the numerical value of chesed that we saw above. That through this song, which is an aspect of yud plus yud k plus yud k vav plus yud k vav k, which all adds up to uh, 72, um, that this song, which has a numerical value of 72, which is also the numerical value of Chesed, through this will be the renewal of the world in the future. Bechinat Olam Chesed as it says, that the world will be built through loving kindness. And this song is the aspect of that voice that we mentioned above, Shuhu Mashket again, which waters the garden. That through this voice you're able to rebuke. Uh, I think it says over there. And it says, Lift up your voice like a shofar and tell my nation of its sin, etc. Um, as we saw above, meaning that through the voice of the aspect of the shofar, which is the, the voice which waters the garden, the voice of, um, which is this song that single, double, triple, and quadruple, quadruple one is able to rebuke and to tell the nation's uh, sins. Through prayer we see that we're able to merit the aspects that we just mentioned above. That through this we merit the, vo- the aspect of the voice that we talked about. That enables us to actually rebuke. As we just talked about. Because through prayer it creates converts. We create convert. And then God's kavod is revealed. Through this, prophecy is spread throughout the world. <coughs> Sorry. Through prophecy, we merit faith. And through faith, the entire world will be renewed in the future. Oh, this is through faith. Faith is the vehicle through which the world will be renewed in the future. And then the renewal of the world is in the aspect of Eretz Yisrael, meaning in the aspect of divine providence, just like the land of Israel. Then the song 
of providence and wonders will be awakened. And this song is the aspect of the voice we talked about above. And this is the aspect of what is brought down in Bereshit chapter 49. But he saw the resting place was good. And he saw that the, the land was pleasant. So he set his soul his sorry, so he set his shoulder to the load. And became an indentured servant. Chapter 49 over there. Let's see what let's take apart this phrase. Rabban was going to pick this apart. Resting, resting place is the aspect of prophecy. It says about this tzaddik, Baruch ben it says in Yirmiyah chapter 45, I did not find rest. I wanted to say in the Mechita Parashat Bo, and it's brought down in Parash Rashi over there. When it says, This is a reference to prophecy. I did not find rest, meaning I did not find prophecy. So resting place represents prophecy. When it says, and he saw that the resting place was good and the land that it was pleasant. What's the land? Meaning the, the land of Israel. He set his shoulder to the load. This represents melody. The song, the new song, the song of the future that we talked about. It is brought down in Bamidbar chapter 7. On their shoulder, they did carry. So what is Isau? We're going to see what the Chachamim say in the Gemara Arachin, page 11. When it says the word Yisau, carrying, it's an expression of Shira song. It says in Tehidim, chapter 81, how do we prove this? Raise up a song. So we see this aspect of raising up. Represents song. Raise up a song. And sound a timbrel. A timbrel. So we see that Yisau, in the, in the verse in Bamidbar, chapter 7, or in this case, what we are talking about in this um uh, chapter 49 of Sefer Bereshit, that um, <clears throat> um, sorry, this idea of um, of raising with the shoulder, that the shoulder here is representing song. Because just as raising over there in the Badan and Gemara represents um, uh, song, and we see that one raises with the shoulder, so too the shoulder here is going to represent song. How do we see? So therefore, through this melody, which is the aspect of this new song, through this we rectify that fragrance that we talked about above. Which is the aspect of Mashiach, as you know Mashiach. He will breathe with the fear of God, meaning he has this aspect of reach, fragrance. Meaning he's going to judge with his nose. That the spirit of our nostrils is the anointed one of God. So that the Mashiach represents the spirit, the nostrils. And this is what happens. What what um how do we finish out the verse? And become an indentured servant. Um so that he became an indentured servant. This is the aspect of the Mashiach. How do we know this? It's brought down in the root, chapter 4, Megillat Ruth. Baruch Hashem asher lo hibit lach, goel v'chule. Vatikran Hashem o'oved. Bless God that He hasn't denied you a redeemer. Lo hibit lach, goel. He hasn't denied you a goel. 
someone to redeem. A redeemer, Vatikrena Shemo Oved, and they named him Oved. Oved was the father of Yishai, who Yishai was the father of David, so Oved, it's from Oved comes the Mashiach. So we see that they haven't denied you a redeemer, and the aspect of the redeemer is Oved, as we see in the verse. And this is why it says in the verse, Lamas. Bechinat Mismus. What does Lamas come from? Mismus, dissolving. Dissolving something that has the fragrance. So that the fragrance becomes diffused. Meaning not a, not a, not a good fragrance in this case, but a bad fragrance. Meaning that we must dissolve this, this bad fragrance from those, the, um, the bad fragrance of the Neshamot. And how do we do that? Through the sound of the good voice, which is comes through the Mashiach. So we must dissolve this, this bad odor. So that this uh, odor becomes diffused. Because through the aspects that we mentioned above, the song in the future, etc., which arouses that voice, which enables one to rebuke through this, um, one's fragrance, one's smell that radiates from the Neshama is rectified. Which is the aspect of Mashiach? The Mashiach is going to have this koch. And Baruch Hashem, that's it for today. We're going to start off with section 11 next class. Next class, Bezrat Hashem.